Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. You care what the mainstream media says? What's up, fam? You out there? You listening? to you live from central wisconsin it is the 5th of july hopefully you guys had a great 4th of july god bless you all hope you guys uh had a chance to kind of get away from it all this weekend we just kind of relaxed this weekend i hope you guys did too um you know i got some chores done around the house stuff like that it's good to see you guys working your way in here today um kind of a quiet day i have some uh, some very interesting articles we're going to go through today that i want to share for you guys uh there's a lot of stuff that's just kind of uh shiny object stuff so not going to really talk about any of that stuff. There's a couple of interesting things out there, though, today that I need you guys to, to see. Uh, we're going to start it off with an American Spectator article talking about Reagan and understanding the importance of preserving freedom on this 4th of July weekend. So we'll start it off there. We'll get to, uh, let's see here, great, a great article that... Um, just human highlighted today from Victor Davis Hanson, the great regression. I definitely want to read that. We'll talk about the, the markets here a little bit, uh, the, the fallouts from the second amendment. We'll get to that. Uh, second half, there is a really interesting article out there by Raheem Kassam called QAnon and dog shit polling. <laughs> I definitely got to read that one. So we'll get to that. Um, let's see. What else do I have for the second half? Uh, there was also another interesting article, I don't know if you guys saw the the another shooting that happened in uh, in Akron and now the protests and stuff. Well, of course, it's just another one of those examples of uh, of people being manipulated. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about that so you guys can see the truth about that out there as well. So that's kind of what I got lined up for you guys today. Um, we'll check in on, uh, on breaking news today as well. Uh, throughout the day, see if there's anything new coming on, you know, dropping in out there today. It's pretty quiet, honestly, out there today. There's a lot of people probably still, you know, taking a day off or or either that or just the fog of, of a long weekend getting back into the groove, you know what I'm saying? So uh, how was your guys' weekend? What did you guys do? Did you guys get a chance to go to get out away from it all? Did you go to the fireworks? So, so tell me how your guys' day was. You're looking live at the Foxwood app. In the meantime, let me get my business stuff out of the way, and then we'll get to the articles and the rest of the show today. Thanks for being here today, guys. Do me a favor. Tell a friend, tell a family member about the Foxwood app. 
Drop it into your favorite social media. Grab the link that's right there and say, hey, come check us out. Come check out Uncensored Dave. Come check out the Foxhole.app. There's a lot of great uh, content creators that are that are uh, on the Foxhole. And the reason why this platform is the best is because if you want to help keep the lights on, if you want to help support streamers, this platform, the vast majority of your dollars goes directly to the streamer. So God bless you all for your support. We appreciate you guys very much. UK Neil, Just Informed Media, 412 and on Chill Gaming, Sloan TV, Amy Joe God Loves You, Johnny Dangerously, Based Amy's Live, uh, WRH uh, Rivero, Patriot News, and Patriot Soapbox all live right now on the Fox Without App. So you can always find something very interesting to find over there. And we appreciate all you guys for being over there today on the Fox Without App. Thanks, guys, for being here. Uh, we, you, Everything Uncensored Abe, yeah, is uh, over there at uh, the website there, Jerky, UncensoredAbe.com. Uh, on Friday, we published episode 300 of the podcast and the support from the podcast and all you guys out there has been great thank you guys very much podbean iheart apple google spotify pick one anyone just search uncensored day you'll be able to find the podcast and thank you all for support episode 300 on friday much love telegram and true social links are at the very top you can also watch the show directly from the website and get yourself a cool t-shirt and also check out the 2021 archive blog you might find some interesting stuff that happened during 2021 that, that you may have missed a lot of interesting articles. If you're looking for uh, what really happened in 2021, there's some good articles in there for you to check. Uh, if you want to check the live show, Monday through Friday, 5 Eastern, 4 Central, Foxhole, DLive, Twitch, Rumble, CloudHub, and Tiger Network are where you can find the live stream. YouTube, Bandos, so be it. Fuck them. If you want to watch the, the, like I said, you can catch all the content directly from the website, so check that out when you get time. If you want to help keep the lights on, I could use your support, cash at PayPal and Patreon, as well as the new one, Buy Me a Coffee. Thank you all for the great support through Buy Me a Coffee, an automatic pop-up Pops up on the screen as you can see there's a at the bottom of the screen right there uh you can see there's a uh, buy me a coffee reminder if you buy me a coffee a little pot a little uh, reminder pops up on the screen so thanks guys we appreciate you guys very much uh the patreon uh, paid itself out today so thank you for all the patreons out there you guys have been with me since the beginning and helped support me from the beginning god bless you all thank you for the support i appreciate you guys very much also now we have a new sponsor for the for uh for uncensored abe and our family it is uh my pillow so do me a favor when you get time. Go to mypillow.com backslash Abe. I, the problem with having a great a sponsor like that is if nobody freaking buys anything, then they just, uh, yay, I don't need, what good am I having? What, what good do you want? So I appreciate you. If you guys need a pillow, if you need some slippers, if you need to buy one, get one sheets or towels, also the MyPillows and go anywhere MyPillows are buy one, get one free as well with promo code Abe. You get the mattress topper. We have the mattress topper. It's awesome. The body pillows, sleepwear, also these, these cool t-shirts and uh, uh, artwork and stuff like that. There's some pretty cool stuff on the website, so check it out when you guys get time. MyPillow.com backslash Abe. They have everything you need. And if you need stuff for your pets, too, they got stuff like they got couch pillows, pet pillows. What, what do you need? They got it. So check it out when you guys get time. MyPillow.com backslash Abe. Thank you all for the support. I've seen you guys uh, going through and, and sending me messages. Letting me know that you guys bought stuff and things like that. So thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Can't do it without you guys. God bless you all. Scroll down to the bottom of the website and you'll find the Facebook, True Social, and Gab links. And finally, the email address, Linktree, and the P.O. Box. If you want to send me something, I appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for all your love, support, and prayers. Can't do it without you guys. Much love. I see everyone over there on the Fox Little Dive working their way in. Phantom F4, a good first one in the house. Politius, knock my socks off. Redeemed the Patriot. Hello from Alaska. Good to see you. 61 degrees out in Alaska. It's uh, about 75. Five here in Wisconsin today. It's a beautiful day today. We know the uh, Texas Bears out there. It's good to see you. 
Uh, yeah, the, that grab the wheels story is fucking laughable, man. It's, it's funny how crazy clown world is at this point. Show me Rose, wine, hamburgers, hot dog sides, and a very small gathering of friends. That is cool. I'm glad to hear that. Show me Rose. Uh, we just kind of hung out around the house. We drove around uh, the parade route, watched uh, everyone. All everyone kind of came out. It was pretty cool watching the city kind of come out uh, back to live over the weekend. So it was good to see uh, the good crowds out there for the for the d- different festivals and gatherings out there. So that was pretty cool. To see um uh here here in the local area there was a, a lot of people out a lot of people with a lot of fireworks too I, was, I saw some people posting on social media asking if there was buy one get one free on on fireworks because there was a lot going off over the weekend here locally how about, how about you guys same same over there sound like uh 2005 in ramadi that's how it sounded here too bro it was uh impressive to see <laughs> for sure how many people had uh so many uh, not just the cheap fireworks either you know what i'm saying safe travels tracy good to see you out there he posted a $6,000 flag raising by Crane we had in our little gated community. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. Knocking my socks off. Uh, thanks for being here today, guys. Let me check in with everyone over there on Rumble and everywhere else. Good to see you guys here today. Much love. Do me a favor over there on Rumble. Hit that plus button for me. I appreciate you guys very much. Chris, thank you for all you do. Polidius, the mods, thank you for dropping all the uh, the, the links out there. I appreciate you. Uh, Styly Girls out there, tell you something good. I, I will definitely not be talking about certain things like that today. <laughs> i got some good stuff to talk about today, though. That's for sure. Thanks for being out there, Styly Girl. Uh, Glenn's out there hanging out as well. Oh, the hun, much love. God bless you. Thank you for your support. I appreciate you. You cleaned all weekend. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, I did my fair share of that this weekend as well. I tore into the second mower this weekend as well. I uh, got some, some uh, stuff done around the house here that I needed to get done, so... Um, definitely got the, I'm feeling good about my garage. Finally, I got my garage in a spot where I don't know about, I don't know about you guys, but, uh, my garage is more spotless than my bedroom, my office and (laughs) my closet combined. Uh, my, you know, I just love tinkering on the garage and I can't stand not being able to find something. So everybody's got to, everything's got to have a place. Everything's got to have a spot. You know what I'm saying? So I uh, did a lot of cleaning in my garage this weekend, organizing and getting stuff kind of where I wanted it. Finally, um, got all my tools in a spot where I can actually find shit that I'm looking for. So yeah, got that going for me. Uh, everyone over there on Twitch, thanks for joining us here today. Good to see you guys out there. Uh, Cat Rocks, Comfortably Numb, Whale Cloud, Deplora Laura's in the house. Good to see you. Much love. Hope all is well. Whale Cloud, hope all is well as, uh, uh, for you as well. Uh, who Cares News out there lurking and Firecracker Patriot. Good to see you. Hope all is well. Bright nothing can stop what is coming nothing indeed the future is bright because of great patriots like you guys that have been doing everything you can to uh change the future as well hey cat rocks good to see you much love to everyone out there thanks for being here today um there's definitely some interesting stuff that's out there today but you know overall it's kind of a quiet day you guys noticing that too pretty much pretty much a pretty quiet day there's a lot of stuff about the shiny object stuff but we ain't i ain't talking about any of the shiny object stuff today uh we're going to start it off with a patriotic article from the american spectator uh we'll talk about uh what's going on in the markets uh today as well pandora creators seminar good to know thank you appreciate that Um, I'm Pandora too. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's get to that here pretty quick. Bitch, Toria, thank you. Hope good to see you out there. Thanks for the shades. I appreciate you very much. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let's check in with uh, each stripe in the flag is a human torso on the butt to shoulder. Ah, gotcha. 
uh, stripped my hubby's dresser and started shining. I, that's one of my list of things to do is my my kitchen table. I got an old school kitchen table, uh, antique kitchen table that uh, has like some uh, crappy paint on it. Problem is, this this kind of uh, old style style paint. I'm gonna have to get gloves and mask and all that shit. So that'll be fun. So and it's gonna make a giant mess. So. Quiet, yes, except for that Antifa idiot. Yeah, it's funny to watch the news try to spin that stuff. Bales in the house. Good, good, good. Much love from down under. Bales, hope all is well. All right, so without further ado, let's go ahead and hop right to it. For some reason, man, my my uh, other camera is not wanting to cooperate today. Let me just double check and see if it'll work now magically. Sometimes just you know out of nowhere it'll be like, hey, I'll, I'll go ahead and start working now. <laughs> You know, that's how, that's how everything is nowadays. Usually if you just unplug it, plug it back in, it'll work, but nope, not this time. For some reason, my other camera not wanting to work. All right. Well, whatever. Um, let's get to, uh, the articles here today, guys, and move along with the show. So let's see here. All right. The divine importance bales. Appreciate you, brother. Um, the divine importance of preserving freedom. Reagan understood it well, and should we? And should we? So should we? This is Independence Day weekend. Here we go. I can't. I already can't read. Not so many fireworks there in Orange, California. Yeah, that's because everything's illegal in California. It seems like you know what I'm saying. They 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 outlawed fun, Karen, in California. <laughs> In one of his most moving speeches, President Ronald Reagan declared freedom is never more than one generation from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. We must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. One might think that if the basics that underlie our freedom are self-evident and unalienable, then everyone agrees with political freedom that it can never be taken away. In a certain sense, that is true. Uh, Nathan Sharansky related how when he was uh, taunted by his KGB jailers that his imprisonment gave the lie to his belief in the triumph of freedom. Sharansky declared that he was freer than they were. They laughed at him, but Sharansky had proof that stopped them in their tracks. He began to loudly deride and mock the current Soviet leader, then said to his captors, you see, I can say that, and you can't. As president of the most powerful nation on earth, Reagan was saying something different. He was saying that it was up to us to make sure freedom lovers are not jailed. Sharansky spoke the truth, but in his case, the only freedom that remains is that of a political prisoner winning a verbal battle with people who remain his captors. Reagan's point was rather that in order to live in a world in which everyone is able to enjoy freedom as the self-evidently best way to live... And in order for human rights to remain unalienable, we need to be willing to fight for it the way Sharansky did. We like to think of our world as a stable and secure world. Our civilization has achieved stunning triumph. It, it has accumulated and wildly distributed wealth to the, to, the, to, the, to the degree that few ever imagined impossible. It has established civil rights and political freedoms that would be the, mo the envy of almost anybody at almost any time in our long history. How shattering to think that such achievements could be evanescent. But words of the Jewish litur lit liturgy 
dating back to more than uh, than a millennium at least, express another and deeper take on the reality of our world. The liturgy praises God as the one who renews each day continuously the work of creation. Not only are the are the peak civilizational achievements of humankind in need of constant rededication, but the very nature of nature itself is compared to the world of a computer screen. The moment the plug is pulled, the whole world, the screen had been showing vanishes into nothing. That view of the world accurately reflects some of the deepest insights of biblical tradition. Genesis speaks of a primordial world like an all-encompassing sea ever in flux with no solidity. It is a world of tohu vavohu, a chaos rather than a world. Tohu vavohu, I think. A chaos rather than a world. The world was fashioned, Isaiah, Isaiah later reminds us, to be settled. It was not meant to be returned to chaos. That prophetic teaching, a message directed to people who uh, have an indispensable role in seeing that this will be so, we have a job of continuously engaging with the creation in which we have placed and for which we have been given responsibility. We become aware of the preciousness of a world suspended on nothing, as an ancient literalist put it, in which we have a role in infusing stability and structure. Yet the great despots of history constantly justify their claim to power by saying that their tyranny is exactly what is necessary to keep chaos at bay. Stalin endlessly insisted that his empire of terror was necessary to establish the orderly and eternal workers' paradise. Hitler justified his terror as what was necessary to halt the forces that had so chaotically disrupted the natural order that invincible journey had been defeated in World War I. The mere imposition of order is not enough to bring about a good and stable world. Some expressions of order are even more destructive than mere chaos. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Reagan had a significant exchange of letters with Rabbi Menchenum and, and M. Schneerson, uh, a great Jewish leader and naturalized American citizen known uh, often simply as the Rebbe, uh, the anniversary whose passing is marked this weekend, the rabbi spoke of the necessity of chaos as making creativity possible. For were it not what the world emerges from, the freedom to act meaningfully would be non-existent, a mere illusion. Yet the emotional passion that lies behind creativity, for emotions are what moves us beyond contemplation to action, easily becomes dismissive of every other reality. Artists and creative people are more subject than most to imperious to an imperiousness that flows from their own grasp of the power that is truly in the hands to create. What is needed then is a fusion and integration of passion and creativity with a humble sense of orderliness that balances the imperious excesses of creative character and assures that our human creation will be harmoniously harmonious with the universal and transcendent purpose that has put the power back in our hands. Yes, we are a particularly chaotic period in our American politics and in the politics of the world. Our time offers a further illustration of Yeats words. The most, the worst are full of passionate intensity. Political creativity is seen by far too many as an exercise in uncontrolled emotion. With all that consuming passion, such things are reason discuss as reason discussion, constitutional traditions, and 
Civility are useless burdens. History, tradition, civilizational norms of every sort, language, are all heated up until they dissolve into plasma. Human beings who dare to object or criticize are subject to the same treatment. Yet the answer to mindless, chaotic passion is not simply a deadening, obtuse order. The answer is showing that order and creativity can and must be melded together. Our lives and our communities must be living examples of freedom that is responsible and aware of history and of others. Of freedom that takes upon itself the responsibility to continuously renew itself in a way ever faithful to the constant and eternal character of the good. It was the genius of the American founding fathers to realize that political and government politics and government is not the proper instrument instrument for forging this deep internal integration. Politics is a practical exercise of power that thrives on reducing issues to the form that they will gain powerful backing. Political power is a blunt instrument singularly unsuited to mix up with the deepest levels of consciousness. To put it bluntly, when politics takes on the role of being a religion as it did in the communist world, as it did in the fascist world, as it did in the Nazi world, it has brought more misery and death into the world than anything else in human history. And so <clears throat> the first and chief of the amendments of the Bill of Rights secures the freedom of religion, even as it secures the freedom to speak and write. Before we come to politics, this is something we have to get straight. We have to realize that the only order will, that, that the only order will choke all creativity and, and thought while only chaos will destroy any possibility of a world that is sustainably inhabitable. A constant renewal of an ever-fresh creation that we mold anew each day to reflect the stable unity that en enables all things to cohere into a reality about which is maker affirms that is good, this is the mindset behind Genesis, and what characterizes the Bible's beginning characterizes its ongoing teachings. Last couple paragraphs. You who read this are most likely one of those who, by temperament or by exposure to the right teachers, understand the value of conserving the great civilizational accomplishments manifest in our Constitution and the free society it has nurtured and guided. We have the responsibility to show by example our commitments are not frozen until irrelevance. The only way we can do that is, is through embracing the engagement with the ever-present source that enables creativity, the underlying tohu that makes our works of conservation necessary, meaningful, and alive. This is what was behind that persuasively sincere optimism of Reagan's Morning in America outlook, and it's in its protean religious form, that was what was behind the positivity bias and creative passion of Rebe. It is rooted in our deepest words and teachings about the nature of the world and our place in it because of this unitary and uniting vision. It has survived the centuries. This long weekend includes both a day of reflection on Reby's life and a day of celebration of America's independence. It is a great time to contemplate, to feel, and to act upon this positive message. Embrace the act of reaching into the chaos of creativity to build a, a stable and orderly life that is free, beneficent, and inspiring. Freedom demands nothing less. All right. 
um, some difficult uh, ways, difficult ways to read that article. Sometimes Shimmel Klatsen, uh is why it was difficult to read a different uh, uh, dialect and a different intellect, obviously. Um, but I think uh, to start off coming back from uh, the 4th of July weekend to start off the show with an article like that, um, it's kind of where I wanted to go with it. What's your thoughts on that article? What's your thoughts on our role in this uh, battle that we have now realized, um, you know, is a battle of, um, of wills of people who have decided that uh, their version of the world is the version that shall be. And those of us who look at the world differently aren't allowed to voice that anymore. Uh, part of what we've all been brought together uh, as part of this community and as part of this activist community is, you know, to really just focus on the important things that that are going to improve our future and the futures for our children and grandchildren. And that's one of the things that gets lost in all of the drama, all of the garbage, all of the bullshit, all of the, all of the high school drama, you know what I'm saying? All the crap is we are the stewards of freedom and our responsibility is in this as informed voters is, is probably bigger than most that responsibility. I'm sure you've all felt um, on your ends as well. So something to reflect on over this July 4th weekend. Thanks for being here today, guys. Redeemed Patriots, Sea Dragon yesterday, shoot a war address. Yeah. Crisco 13. Thank you uh, for being out there. Thank you for the cookie. I appreciate that. Um, let's see here. Uh, who cares that I didn't do nothing? Uh, okay, that's enough of that Joyce the X and over there, huh? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I thought it was a pretty good article to start the day off. Um, let's see. Hey, Eldo, you guys just kind of lurking and listening today. Becca the Jarhead, hey, thanks for the new follow over there. Semper five, sister. All right, guys, let me move on from there. Uh, let's get to the economy stuff here today as uh, I see you guys just kind of out there lurking and listen. So I'll just keep it moving. How's that sound? All right, here we go. The, the market uh, stuff today, the economy, stupid. Uh, it's coming. Um, you know, they're, they're, everybody's finally starting to talk about the recession. So uh, we're already there probably. In fact, I think it's pretty safe to say we are already at a recession. But here's a summer. Here's a summary of um, the markets today with July Fourth hangovers. America came back to work, focused on growth scares, Fed reaction functions, and shrugging off inflation anxiety. The dollar roared higher on euro weakness because ECB is scared to hike as aggressively as the Fed. As the European economy looks like it's collapsing, oil and bond yields plunged on a recession fears and the yield curve inverted. Break evens were battered as inflation fears fade, sparking a dovish shift in rate hike trajectory, which helped send the growth rate stocks soaring in anticipation of Fed rate cuts and quantitative easing. The gold was clobbered on the soaring dollar. That is the summary of the... Uh, of the, the markets today, the market is now pricing in less than uh, seven more rate hikes. So the market's already planning for um, a return to kind of somewhat of a normal economy. That's kind of interesting. 50% chance of rate cut happening in quarter one of 2023. So that's interesting. Um, that dovishness is also priced in. What else do we have here as far as uh, credit markets? We're not buying this bounce in stocks. So there you go. The S&P and the corporate bonds. 
divergent very deeply today. What's up, Smoking Patriot? Whole boss well. Just doing a little uh, summary on the economy today. As um, inflation fears have started to abate, uh, break-evens tumbled back to October 2021 levels, so that's good news as well. Um, so in general, there is some optimism going into next year that uh, things will start to finally settle down, and uh, China's opening probably has uh, a lot to do with that as well. Copper crashed uh, to the lowest level since November 2020, along with uh, gold implies a dramatically lower 10-year yield. So um, interesting timing on that as well as gold and copper dropping uh, deeply. Worst day for WTI since the world lockdown in March 2020, as uh, the... Uh, Crude uh, sold before uh, below $100 for the first time since May 11th. So some interesting interesting stuff happening today. Wholesale gasoline prices also crashed today down to 327 at their lows, which is, um, you know, that's, that's a long ways away But before it was that low before. New U.S. national gas prices are also down in 21 straight days, so we're starting to see that uh, break back down. Uh, the falling gas prices are not helping President Biden's approval rating. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. Um, I thought you guys might be interested to hear somewhat of an optimist. And there's your good news story of the day. Um, some optimism going into the markets as uh, stuff starts to kind of settle itself down. As free markets tend to do if you just leave them, let them be. But no, 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 we don't do that. We have to manipulate everything. So there you go. There's that study. We have also this, an interesting uh, study story that I saw today. Long missing Alexander Hamilton letter was put on public display. The Amer Alexander Hamilton wrote a letter to Marquise de Lafayette as the British threatened French forces in Rhode Island. A letter written by Alexander Hamilton in 1780 and believed stolen decades ago from the Massachusetts State Archives is going back on display, though not exactly in the room where it happened. The Founding Fathers letter will be uh, the featured piece at the Commonwealth Museum's annual July 4th exhibit. Um, Secretary of the Commonwealth William Galvin's office says it's the first time the public is getting a chance to see it uh, since it was returned to the state after a lengthy court battle. It will be featured alongside Massachusetts' original copy of the Declaration of Independence. Hamilton, the first Secretary of the Treasury who has been getting renewed attention in recent years because of a musical... <laughs> wrote a letter to the uh, French aristocrat who served as the general of the Continental Army, dated July 21st, 1780. It details an eminent British threat to French forces in Rhode Island. This image uh, filed in May of 2019 in federal court is a forfeiture complaint. We have received advice from New York through different channels that the enemy are making an embarkation with which they... Menace the French fleet and army, Hamilton wrote. 50 transports are said to have gone up the Sound to take in troops and proceed directly to Rhode Island. It's signed, Year Most Abet Abd Alexander Hamilton, aide de camp. Interesting, right? I had to go through a court battle to get it back after somebody, as one of the um, employees, stole it and sold it on the black market. <laughs> so there you go it's a lot of chains um, for silver it is and, and uh, for copper as well 
The Great Regression from Dick, Victor Davis Hanson. The first half of the show is kind of like article heavy today as it's been kind of a quiet day, as you guys know. Um, I can check in here at the bottom of the hour here real quick, see if there's anything interesting going on. looks like no. <laughs> um, that's basically what it comes down to. Uh, border sheriffs and uh, declarations out there today as the um, invasion gets addressed by the states, which is so very interesting to see how that's going to play itself out. So a lot of stuff talking about uh, the border today out there today. So everyone's pretty much talking about that. That's about all there is out there today. So another good article here uh, from Victor Davis Hanson. Uh, this one is in the American mind, and uh, it's interesting because uh, Just Human found this one, and I, I usually find these articles before he does, so he's good eye on this one. The following is an ex- excerpt from Michael Walsh's forthcoming book, Against the Great Reset, 18 Theses Contra the New World Order, which will be published by Bombardier Books and is available on October 18, 2022. Walsh gathered a series of essays among 18 of the most eminent thinkers, writers, and journalists, including the American Mind's own James Polis, who's a great thinker, and uh, Claremont's senior fellow Michael Anton and the late Angelo Covilla, all great thinkers in the conservative movement, to provide the first major salvo in the intellectual resistance to the sweeping restructuring of the Western world by globalist elites. Um, it is not that long of an article. Um, and I think it's worth our time to, you know, you guys love, you know, I love reading Victor Davis Hanson and any kind of, um, of the intellectual minds in the movement. So spent a little t- time on this and then I do have some other interesting stuff with regards to the Supreme court, uh, the ramifications from the gun, um, to a, uh, discussion from last week. Uh, so some good stuff there. Uh, also the Jalen Walker, uh, in the Akron police department, of course, that there's a little bit of stuff going, misinformation going out there. I'll give you some stuff on that. Um, and <laughs> I can't wait to read, uh, Raheem Kassam's QAnon and dog shit polling. <laughs> I heard a second half. So that's, that's what we got lined up for the second half. Some other interesting articles out there as well. So thanks for hanging out with us today, guys. Happy Tuesday. Hope you guys had a great weekend. The Great Reset was first concocted at the World Economic Forum in Davos by its founder, Nazi Klaus Schwab, as a way to assemble together global success stories like himself. My delicious Colombian coffee. Thank you guys for buying me a coffee recently. His idea, apparently, was that grandees who have done well for themselves could do even better for the rest of us if these anointed could just be unbound and given enough power and authority to craft rules for nearly 8 billion of the planet's ignorant. A word of caution is needed about the pretentious and supposedly benign signature title of the Great Reset Project. Assume the worst when the adjective great appears in connection with envisioned fundamental government-driven or global political changes. What was similar between Lyndon Johnson's massively expensive but failed Great Society and Mao's genocidal Great Leap Forward was the idea of a top-down, centrally planned schema cooked up by the elites without any first-hand knowledge or even worry how it would affect the middle class and poor so often. And the adjective great is a cold word of the supposed enlightened planners of radical attempts at reconstruction of a society that must either be misled or forced to accept a complete overhaul. 
When great is applied to the proposal transnational comprehensive revolution, we should also equate it to a near religious zealotry. The Great Reset, after all, in its green and woke glory with all of the its credentialed and expert devotees, is still a faith-based rather than scientific effort. Its spiritual predecessor was perhaps the 18th century great awakening of Protestant evangelicism uh, that swept the eastern seaboard of colonial America in reaction to the secularism of the Enlightenment. But this time around, the frenzy is fueled more by agnostics who worship secular progressive totems such as Al Gore or Greta Thunberg. Given the Davos' elite cosmic ambitions, Great also conjures up a messianic reference to God's great plan that should from on high reorder earthly life under a few trusted religious authorities. It recalls the notion of Alexander the Great of the Brotherhood of Man, which supposedly was to fuse conquered peoples into one vast and enlightened East-West Persian Hellenistic Empire, albeit after rather than before Eastern tribes were conquered and sometimes slaughtered in efforts to achieve a common centrally planned purpose. To reassure uh, a shared, brighter post-COVID-19 path forward, Schwab drops most of the familiar globalist names that resonate power, money, and seriousness and, and wisdom. The great resetters are now quite familiar. The world's third or fourth richest man, Bill Gates, coming off his denials of paling around with the late Jeffrey Epstein. Jack Ma, the Chinese multi-billionaire and Alibaba CEO, apparently now forcibly dis disappeared by the Chinese Communist government for too many candid speeches. The Septuagenarian Prince Charles, whose long-anticipated monumental accomplishments apparently must still await his ascension to the British throne. The polymath <laughs> Dr. Anthony Fauci, who has laced his 2020 noble lie assessments of wearing and not wearing masks or achieving and not achieving herd immunity in terms of climate change, race, Chinese cooperation, and global progressive expertise. John Kerry, one of the multilateralist architects of Paris Climate Accord and the Iran deal, and the usual rotating leaders of the UN, IMF, World Bank, and the, and the European Central Bank. In its post-COVID-19 global comprehensiveness, the Great Reset has ambitions to be our greatest woke project yet. What's good, Ventmore? Good to see you out there. One exam on examination, it is a uh, kitchen sink mishmash of agendas that incorporate the UN's long stale sustainable development plan, Agenda uh, 20, 2021, the Green New Deal, tidbits of Black Lives Matter sloganeering, critical race theory, stakeholder capitalism that often champions ESG or forced corporate embrace of environmental and social governance over shareholder profitability, open borders rhetoric, uh, and a boutique redistributionism dumbed down from Thomas Pickey's capital in the 21st century. Reset offers us a global Fabian socialist future. <laughs> that is the greatest phrase ever written right there that is spot on reset offers us a global fabian socialist future repackaged as a european union like top-down dictate but above all the agenda incorporates the pop insights of various half-educated corporate billionaires all now find themselves in a secure enough position to dabble with trotskyite ideas 
to be foisted upon others not so fortunate and lacking their own exemptions from the toxicity of their elite theories. The same linguistic uh, suspicions hold true of the use of the noun reset. It assumes a year zero, a, a year zero arrogance that all came before was flawed. <laughs> and all that will follow, we are assured, will not be so defective. Such absolutism is reminiscent of the former Barack Obama's grandiose promise of the very eve of the 2008 election. We are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America, a transformation that birthed the Tea Party revolt just two years later during the 2010 midterm elections, one of the greatest conservative political pushbacks of the past 70 years. <laughs> we remember that just four months after Obama's promises of transformation, the romance of fundamental change went international with the idea of a foreign policy reset that focused on a new detente with Vladimir Putin. The idea was inaugurated in 2009 by Secretary of State Hillary Clinton on the assumption that Putin's past territorial aggressions had arisen from the absence of dialogue and outreach from its prior unilateralist George Bush administration. Bush supposedly had wrongly sanctioned Putin for his 2008 miniature war with Georgia that resulted in the Russian absorptions, uh, absorption of South Ossetia and the go-it-alone cowboy Bush apparently had also unduly polarized Putin and thus wet the ex-KBG KBG operative's beak for an additional irresident acquisition. The reactive makeover that followed from the Obama-Clinton reset was unfortunately an utter failure. Its pompous declarations and talk of listening and outreach ended in fresh Russian aggressiveness, most notably in the 2014 Russian invasions of both Crimea and eastern Ukraine. Such appeasement created the original seeds for Putin eventually spring the 2020 or 2022 catastrophic Russian invasion of the most an attack on Kiev. What do you come on, Victor? It, it is the Obama Clinton reset that started the color revolution that forced the Russians to invade Crimea. That's how this should be written, but whatever. In addition, Russia earlier in 2013 had re-entered the Middle East on uh, Secretary of State John Kerry's 2011 invitation after a three-decade hiatus, then followed Russia's informal partnerships with both Iran and China and Moscow's much greater and more comprehensive crackdowns on internal dissidents. In all talks of the Great Reset, we should then recall that Vladimir Putin apparently interpreted reset as American laxity to be leveraged rather than magnanimity to be reciprocated. In cruder terms, Americans speaking loudly while carrying a twig is no way to reset Putin. <laughs> the telltale noun revolution, of course, also makes its appearance frequently in the Great Reset rhetoric, specifically in connection to Klaus Schwab's 2017 best-selling book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution. In it, Schwab makes a now familiar argument that internet, computers, electronic communications, artificial intelligence, and the new global interconnectedness of the prior third revolution have at last synchronized into wonderful harmony. The supposedly never-before-seen, never-imagined fusion of the paradigms of economic, social, cultural, and political life offers us a once-in-a-lifetime, or rather last, chance to exploit them, even if most of us are not sufficiently equipped to appreciate the opportunity. 
Yet Schwab makes the fundamental error that these new technologies act as independent drivers of the way people behave and think, rather than accelerants that nonetheless have not changed ancient, fixed, and predictable human behavior. In Schwab's way of thinking, imagine that a modern computerized high-tech pump sends 2,000 gallons of water a minute, and therefore its essence, water, is now likewise new and different from what emerged for millennia at a rate of a gallon a minute from pre-industrial hand pumps. Again, we fools outside of the Davos agenda would apparently mistakenly believe that greater volume had not much altered from antiquity's water molecules, structure, chemical properties, and use in the natural world. A glimpse of the idea that Davos-like elites can gather to discuss reset planning in an age of paradigm-changing technology is popular at the national level. A good example is the invitation-only con uh, conference on entertainment, technology, finance, and communications held at the su each summer at the Idaho Sun Valley Resort, hosted by the investment bank Allen & Company. In 2021, the usual corporate and media globalist suspects showed up, among them Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, Amazon's founder Jeff Bezos, Tim Cook from Apple, Bill Gates, of course, Netflix CEO, uh, co-CEO Reed Hastings, Viacom's now Paramount chairwoman, Sherry Redstein, Disney's chairman was there, uh, New York's uh, former mayor, Bloomberg was there, of course, GM CEO, Mary uh, Barra, Warner Media CEO, Jason Kalar, Discovery CEO, David Zaslov, CNN anchor, Anderson Cooper, of course, he's on the in crowd. And many others, the premise was platonic, a meritocracy chosen by the metrics of either acquired or inherited wealth, influence, celebrity, or a corp corporation's ability to influence millions, immune from private bias, and guided by reason, should be given latitude to override the dangerous emotions of the masses. So there are plenty of linguistic reasons alone to be suspicious of the grandiose notion of a top-down international fundamental transformation of the way the world is supposed to work. <laughs> Victor Davis Hansen with some linguistic work of his own there in that article. Uh, that's pretty good work. So there you go. That's how to get um, 45 minutes of a show covered in two really pretty interesting articles. So hope you guys enjoyed those. Um, I don't know. They're, you know... They're different, right? But I thought they were worth our time to start the show off with today, considering all the other crap that's out there over the 4th of July weekend. Can we spend a little time talking about what's important? You know what I'm saying? So thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate you guys very much. Good crowd over there on uh, the Foxhole. Thanks, guys, for being out there. Vet Moore and many others. Thanks for being here. Lots of lurkers out there just kind of lurking and, ha and hanging. Appreciate you guys. Let me say hello to everyone over there on Rumble. What's good, Rumble Cloud? Beachside in the house, the summer of re indeed. <laughs> uh, what's up with the resonations? Yeah, I got that covered for the second half. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, let's see what else is going on out there. Guys, yeah, just kind of mostly lurking out there. Styly girl, good to see you out there as well. Uh, let's see. Jane said, I feel uh, shell shocked today. <laughs> is I it was fireworks here were crazy too. It was uh, a lot of people were having a lot of fun with the fireworks this year. That is for sure. Love Francis, good hope all is well with you as well. Good to see you out there. Johnny B's in the house. Deplore Lord, good to see you guys out there over there on Twitch. Much love. Thanks for hanging out here today. All the lurkers over there on Tiger Network, Rumble, Foxhole, everywhere else. Just Mojo's out there working and lurking. 
Sure, ponies out there working and lurking. Thanks for being here today, guys. I will just keep it moving then today. We have an interesting summary of um, the repercussions of the Second Amendment stuff. Pueblo, Colorado. Ah, it's a beautiful area out there. Beautiful area. Thanks for joining us here today. All right. Um, the, the the fallout from the Second Amendment stuff. Supreme Court follows concealed carry decision with pro-2A rulings in four states. As um, <laughs> there's uh, much less ringing about they're coming to get our guns. They're still going to try to get the red flag laws and all that kind of stuff put in in one way or another. But we'll keep fighting. The Supreme Court followed up its June 23rd landmark ruling that uh, for the first time recognized a constitutional right to carry firearms in public for self-defense by issuing a series of rulings June 30th. Reversing federal appeals court decisions that upheld gun restrictions in California, New Jersey, Maryland, and Hawaii. Courts will find it difficult to uphold the firearms laws in question after the high court's June 30th and June 23rd rulings. In unsigned orders, all four cases were remanded to June 30th to lower courts for further consideration in light of the Supreme Court's June 23rd decision in the New York State's Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. In that 6-3 ruling, the high court invalidated New York State's tough concealed carry gun permitting system. The Second Amendment to the United States Constitution states a well-regulated militia being necessary to secure the free state, security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The Supreme Court has been strengthening Second Amendment protections in recent years. In District of Columbia versus Heller in 2008, the Supreme Court held that um, the amendment protects the individual right to possess and carry weapons in, the, in case of confrontation. And in McDonald versus City of Chicago in 2010, that this right is fully applicable to the states. It makes no sense to recognize Americans' right to defend themselves in their homes while denying them the ability to defend themselves outside the homes, Justice Clarence Thomas wrote in the June 23rd uh, court's hearing. Quote, after all, the Second Amendment guarantees an individual's right to possess and carry weapons in case of confrontation. And confrontation can surely take place outside of the home. Many Americans hazard hazard greater danger outside of the home than in it, Thomas wrote. In the new orders, the Supreme Court summarily disposed of four pending cases, simultaneously granting appellate's petitions seeking review while skipping over the oral argument phase. Some lawyers call this process GVR, uh, standing for grant, vacate, and remand. In the Maryland case, Biagi versus Frost, Court file 21-902, a coalition of 25 states led by Arizona challenged the Maryland Firearm Safety Act of 2013 the statute with which was upheld by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit in September of 2021 required pistol purchasers to seek a license, complete safety training, and be free fingerprinted. Maryland bans popular weapons such as AR-15 and similar rifles and limits magazine capacity to 10 rounds. Maryland's Attorney General Brian Frosch, a Democrat, was defiant after the remand order. Military-style firearms pose grave risk to public safety, as recent mass shootings in other states have made clear, Frosch said. (laughs) Despite the Bruin ruling, the state's law remains in effect, he said. Marylanders have a right to be protected from these dangerous weapons, he said. So we're going to watch as the rest of these morons continue to try to, you know, to ignore the law, as they say. We'll see. We'll see. Always carry, right? 
Uh, indeed, I usually do everywhere I go. So there's that. All right. Coming to us from the United Kingdom. Let's keep it moving here today. As Shahid Javid has spoken to the prime minister to tender my resignation as the secretary of state for health and social care. It has been an enormous privilege. And I have to go spend time with my family, blah, 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 blah. He said, <laughs> it, I interesting, right? Just out of nowhere, a bunch of, um, uh, people within the, uh, the government of the United Kingdom has, has stepped down. Um, I remember Denise, I don't know if Denise is out there today. I haven't seen her out there yet today, but I remember Denise telling us about the, the health and social care side of this stuff, the way that they were forcing, um, uh, Johnson into, you know, policies that they didn't necessarily agree with. Uh, so I find this to be interesting. That is, it's the secretary of state for health and social care considering COVID. What do you think about this, Denise? Is this, is this what I, what I think it is as far as on the COVID-19 side of it? Or is this, um, is this them going after uh, Boris's government? Because I've seen two sides of the angle being talked about out there. <sighs> Delicious Colombian coffee. So, yeah, pretty interesting. This, this is like... Um, I don't know, like third or fourth, I think, something like that, um, to step down. And I've seen some people saying that uh, they're trying to get rid of Boris too, but <laughs> that makes them find it interesting considering everyone's um, been calling Boris just a globalist puppet, you know what I'm saying? But uh, we shall see. We'll see what's what's going on over there. I'm waiting for Denise to, to type in what she's her reply. Hey, Jane. Hope all is well. Yes, they are pushing COVID resurgence, but Boris won't lock down. Gotcha. I heard this morning that Boris was stepping down along with a bunch of other Brit lawmakers. Yeah, they're wanting Boris to step down, but he's not. He hasn't said he's going to step down yet. Huh. So there's that. Um, what else did I have? Oh, I got this uh, Akron stuff. I don't know, man. <sighs> When you, when you try to put a show together and there's jack shit to talk about, you know what I'm saying? They are trying to change the law so they uh, can vote him out of office again. Gotcha. They really need their uh, their puppets back in there, huh? Boris um, ruffling some feathers over there. Patriot lady, good to see you out there. Comfortably known. Much love. God bless you. T-Rex in the house. New kitchen faucet and swearing your head off. Uh, I had to do that about a month ago with um, crimp tools. That was, let me tell you how much of a blast that was. Uh, we'll talk about Akron here in just a moment. Hey, special ops, Kim. Good to see you. Um, what else do I have out there today? Let me see what I got. I guess I do have some interesting stuff for you guys for the second half. I was trying to save it for the second half since most people come in in the second half. <laughs> Figured I'd just try to get through the first half. Um, we have, uh, the truth about Jalen Walker and the, the shooting that happened and now the protests and all that stuff. We have the truth about that. So we'll get to that in a moment. Um, the woke inquisitors have come for the free thinking heretics. I don't know. Another article to take up time. <laughs> 
Uh, QAnon and dog shit polling. I want to read Raheem Kassam's <laughs> article he's got out, out there. Um, I got some news about, uh, let's see, some election news in general. Um, what else do I have here? That's that's about it. There ain't a whole lot out there today. Jalen Walker stuff. That's about it. Hey, Lady Cat. So we'll talk about Akron here at the top of the hour, and then um, we'll see what else is going on out there in the news today as well. So thanks for being here hanging out today, guys. Judge strike downs school vaccine, vaccine mandate as unconstitutional. That just now breaking. Um, from Becker News, judge strikes down LA schools vaccine mandate as illegal and blocks it from segregating kids. You think? Who knew you can't segregate kids? Slowdown is even worse than we expected. Uh, stocks will hit 3,000 late this year. <laughs> Temporary overshoot of our bear. Gotcha. So there's still a lot of bear market people out there. We're witnessing a stunning breakdown of law and order and the overwhelming police seem powerless to stop it. And then Dutch farmers block um, food distribution centers, uncover cops chased away from protest as um, lots of stuff happening in Dutchland as well. Uh, the American sheriffs down in Texas are having a border summary discussion about the invasion over 476,000 migrants illegally evaded Border Patrol apprehension in 2022. <laughs> Another half million just out there running around. Uh, let's see here. That's about it. There's nothing else really happening out there. Music break from Just Human. <laughs> mm-hmm. Disturbing findings on Pfizer's clin- cl- clinical trials for COVID vaccines. Yeah, no shit. Uh, let's see here. San Francisco Mayor London Breed. It's time for the Rainer Colonels to end. <laughs> yeah. It must be bonfires, or not bonfire season. It must be wildfire season. Tons of fires out there again. Tornado warning in Mayo, Maryland right now. That just hit. Mayo, Maryland. Mayo County, Maryland. Shadyside, Maryland. January 6th committee will be having another hearing on July 12th. They're just going to keep it, keep it going. That's, that's great news. <laughs> Breaking news. Nobody cares. That is correct. <laughs> All right. So there's the top of the hour. Uh, thanks for being here today, guys. 845 gold pills today. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate your love and support and prayers. Crisco, who cares news, bales and bitch Toria. Thank you guys very much. Thanks for joining us here today. As we get to the top of the hour today, don't forget mypillow.com backslash Abe. And also, don't forget to buy me a coffee if you get time. I appreciate that. Warrior Mima dropping a ship on me. Hello. Hope you had a good Independence Day. I did. I had a relaxing weekend, a very, very relaxing weekend. Uh, got some some chores done and some chill mode stuff done. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it was nice to, um, to finally just settle in and not have something to constantly finally do. It is three o'clock there in the Plural Laura. Aha, you are out yonder, yonder west. All right, um, let's talk about this Akron stuff. There's been over the weekend, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was a bunch of protests happening. Again, another uh, black man shot, and they turned it into a race thing with the cops. 
as always. And so all kinds of protests and all kinds of bullshit over there happening in Akron this weekend. Akron Police Chief uh, Stephen Milet said on a Sunday conference, uh, press conference that Walker had fired at the officers from his vehicle on the expressway when they attempted to make a traffic stop. And they fired back. And, of course, you know what happened. Here is the three-and-a-half, three, four-minute, three-and-30-minute video of the discussion of what happened with this kid. Um, I, Thirty in the morning, Akron police officers attempt Silver Buick on East Hamage Avenue near Thayer Street. Officers informed dispatch that the reason for the stop was for a traffic violation as well as an equipment violation. The driver of the vehicle refused to stop, and officers initiated a vehicle pursuit as the vehicle was nearing the East Hamage Avenue entrance ramp to Route 8 southbound. Approximately 40 seconds after the driver of the vehicle fled from the attempted stop, a sound consistent with a gunshot can be heard on the body-worn cameras of the officers. Officers notified dispatch that a shot came out of the suspect's car door. Getting on to 8 South of Talmadge, the reason for stop was traffic and At the time of the sound, a flash of light can be seen along the driver's side of the suspect vehicle. Uh, the vehicle pursuit continued on the expressway for several minutes, and the suspect vehicle exited onto the Archwood Avenue ramp. The pursuit proceeded through several city streets until he neared the intersection of East Wilbeth Road and Claremont Street. At that point, the driver slowed down and exited through the passenger side door of the moving vehicle wearing a ski mask. The suspect fled from the vehicle on foot, turning and facing officers momentarily. He continued to run, evading arrest. Officers attempted to safely take the suspect into custody by deploying their tasers. The deployment of tasers was unsuccessful and the suspect continued to flee on foot. As the foot chase reached the nearby parking lot, the suspect stopped and quickly turned towards the pursuing officers. Showing the different body cam pictures there. Officers reacted by discharging their firearms, striking the suspect. Under visual inspection of the suspect's vehicle, a handgun, a loaded magazine for a handgun, and what appears to be a gold wedding ring were observed in plain view on the driver's seat. (laughs) 
There you go. And so all kinds of protests, all kinds of same old bullshit as the media whips people up into a frenzy in Akron. Um, and the truth is, is um, you shoot at a cop, you get shot. End of story. I don't care if you're orange. It's America. That's the way it is. Get used to it. I'm with you, Jane. Well said. You got sent to Facebook jail over that. Go figure. So there you go. Um, <laughs> you run from cops and you shoot at cops. You're going to, you're going to probably get shot. It's, it's really quite simple. It was a uh, really difficult world of ours to understand. So, um, but once again, here we are as, um, place to begin win stupid prizes. Um, people in Akron all whipped up into a frenzy over uh, false narratives again. You would think sooner or later that um, the media would be held accountable. You know, you would think maybe, just maybe. No, 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 no. All right, what else do we have here today? Missouri state rep resigns after federal conviction for a COVID nineteen fraud scheme. Sorry, excuse me. Missed my button. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Missouri state lawmaker resigned on Friday after a grand jury found her guilty on 22 counts for fraudulently accepting hundreds of thousands of pandemic era federal stimulus dollars and other offenses. Missouri state rep Tricia Durgis was convicted on Tuesday after she applied for nearly 900,000 in CARES Act funds for what she said were COVID-19 testing costs incurred by a nonprofit lift up. Hey, Belush, thanks, brother. Thanks for the shit, bro. I've been lurking uh, while while I've been working in the garage, man. I got my garage all freaking organized thanks to your uh, music. I appreciate you, bro. Thanks, man. Uh, Appreciate you. Good to see you out there, man. Thanks for the uh, shit, bro. Durgis was also found guilty on Tuesday in separate schemes in which she fraudulently um, marketed a stem cell treatment and illegally prescribed drugs to patients. Real nice. It's been an honor to serve my citizens. Yeah. So there you go. Um, She's a Republican, which is interesting. (laughs) If you're a Democrat, you can, you can snag some money from the COVID uh, cares act funds you know, and, and buy a new house or whatever, but not if you're a Republican, you get put into jail for that. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What do I have here? Uh, the woke inquisitors have come for the free thinking heretics. I don't feel like reading another fucking story like that again. QAnon and dog shit polling. <laughs> let's see. Let's see what uh, Raheem Kassan has here. According to the corporate media, One in 10 Democrats are QAnon followers. (laughs) What the fuck? One in 10 Democrats are QAnon conspiracy theorists, right? One in 10. That's 10% of the Democrat Party of America, right? QAnon, therefore, is one of the most prevalent and dominant parts of the Democrat voter base. It's as important to them as the squad. (laughs) sounds manifestly gibberish right well a recent study quoted by the times of london conducted by the influential public religion research institute alleges precisely this statistic 
and presumably with a straight face. <laughs> Not having seen the faces of pollsters, I assure you, is a form of mercy. I happened upon this information. Yeah, Evers, uh, Evers and um, um, what's his ass? They all, they all scam the money, Botoria. I happened upon this information in Saturday's Times of London in a piece filed in from Washington by a reporter called Hugh Tomlinson. Amusingly, the Times appears to have plagiarized an Associated Press headline from two years ago on the same topic. <laughs> QAnon creeps from the shadows to target Republican mainstream <laughs> from February 9th, 2020 to a day ago. Huh. In Tomlinson's efforts to terrorize and bewilder the average Times reader, think of a white-haired lady called Doris who lives in a semi-detached home in Cornwall, he writes, new data from the nonpartisan Public Religion Research Institute found that the proportion of Americans who believe the main tenets of QAnon rose from 14% in March of 2021 to 18% in March this year. Crucially, the proportion of people who dismissed the movement out of hand has softened sharply. In March last year, 40% of Americans rejected QAnon's beliefs completely. The figure is now only 30%. <laughs> so I looked at this new data, and specifically what the main tenets of QAnon are, according to the PRI. And here they are in their own words. The government, media, financial worlds in the United States are controlled by a group of Satan-worshipping pedophiles who run a global child sex trafficking operation. There is a storm coming soon that will sweep away the elites in power and restore the rightful leaders. Because things have gotten so far off track, true American patriots may have to resort to violence in order to save our country. <laughs> I don't know if these any of these, in fact, are part of any QAnon manifesto. Uh, they're not. But we can boil these down to the proofs positives on the claims being made without sounding so panically at all about it. Number one, we have Epstein, Maxwell, Prince Andrew. <laughs> number two, we have centralized global governance versus federalism or localism. And number three, we have literally what American founders believed and undertook. <laughs> In other words, according to PRI, the only way you can not be a QAnon follower is to disbelieve in these heavily documented things. Again, if you tell a pollster you believe Jeffrey Epstein was grooming young girls for global leaders, you are a conspiracy theorist. The smart people who have developed this survey, by the way, are also the same people who think government is able to dispassionately conduct background checks into potential gun owners without that becoming partisan or punitive. <laughs> and now it's quite easy to see how you come out with both an increase in believers and a decrease in disbelievers per Tomlinson's article, which, with the above in mind, now reads more like a recruiting tool than an analysis. No wonder we can so easily arrive at the risable numbers quoted by PRRI that QAnon beliefs remain most prevalent among Republicans, 26% are believers, compared to fewer independents, 16%, and 10% of Democrats. <laughs> Frankly, it's a wonder. <laughs> Frankly, it's a wonder, isn't it? Several degrees higher. And just so we're clear, that is equal to the number of people who identify as Democrat socialists within the Democratic Party. 
This either tells us that a significant number of Dems are actually extremely based on the subjects of elite groomers, globalism, and potential violent revolution, or the methodology of these polls is absolutely dog shit. <laughs> I welcome your thoughts in my own poll. Two can play that game. <laughs> Before you vote, consider the implications of this. Thousands of Dorises will read Tomlinson's piece and become convinced, a la Tea Party Outrage circa 2009, that mobs of pedal-hunting patriots are marauding through Central Park red, white, and blue horses armed with to the teeth with assault rifles, if only. Articles, articles like this inform public and political opinion. Surveys from PRRI are designed to aid lawmakers and legislators. Instead, I contend that both Tomlinson and his source data provide not but a load of toss. Penny for your thoughts. What does all of this tell us? <laughs> One in 10 Dems are QAnons. A bit of both. Nothing, really. Polling is dog shit. <laughs> uh, Raheem Kassam with a good piece today. Uh, they just can't stop talking about QAnon, can they? If they say QAnon, they don't know what they're talking about at all. Exactly. Putsy woo. Oh, man. They cannot stop talking about Q and Anons and QAnon and anything else about it. <laughs> I think it's, it's it's very interesting that because we have so, so far gotten off track, true American patriots may have to resort to violence in order to save our country. As a QAnon manifesto, the only people who believe that are people in the media who write about Q. <laughs> There's literally... The opposite of violence that is preached by Q. But hey, we just not fucking spin false narratives here. We got to have that. Uh, we got to save that violence narrative for Q so that we can go after all of them. Well, in the future false flag that's coming in a near town near you. <laughs> they don't know the difference, Johnny B. No, they don't. They can't hope they themselves. They can't stop talking about it. That's what's hilarious to me. Hey, silly boy. Good to see you out there. Hope all is well. AJ Sanchez, Officer Tatum breaks down everything on his YouTube channel. That's great to hear. I also break stuff down on my channel as well. I don't have a YouTube channel anymore because they banned me from it from speaking too much truth. But hey, another day in the life. Angry Cooter, thanks for the new follow as well as Butterwise Vi Budweiser Virus. <laughs> nice name, dude. That's a quality name right there. Budweiser Virus. <laughs> I appreciate your follow. <laughs> I will do my best to keep you entertained and informed. Uh, thanks for being here today, guys. Let's uh, keep it moving here as, as we're uh, at the 15 minutes after the hour already. I I, there's, I literally don't have a whole lot left. So it's going to be chill and hang out mode with you guys, really, is what it comes down to. Um, President Trump uh, dropping this out there today just now. How can I be guilty of a crime when I'm the one who wanted to stop the so-called crime by strongly recommending 10,000 plus troops to D.C. and hence surrounding the Capitol only to have this recommendation rejected by Pelosi and the mayor of D.C. who are in charge of capital security? There would have been no January 6th if they'd followed my recommendations. The unselect committee refuses to even mention this totally conclusive and determinative fact. Witch hunt. Yes, indeed, Mr. President. <clears throat> uh, Dr. Simon meets germ warfare. We could talk about that. Uh, let's see. Santa Clara residents, business owners invited to join Sheriff Villanueva with a discussion. Nice. 
Wow. Hand, hand size hail in South Dakota this afternoon. That's crazy. Some huge hail. <clears throat> um, trying to see if there's anything new out there. A lot of stuff about the border out there. Um, suspicious correlation between vaccination and mortality rates. Yeah. If Justin Bieber's facial paralysis was caused by a COVID booster. <laughs> Very likely. Two and three-year-old kids with seizures is the new normal. Hey, go get your kid vaccinated, dumbasses. Blood thinners for kids. What the hell? Uh, let's see. What else is going out there? Um, pretty much got everything covered today, man. Biden administration suing Arizona over election law requiring proof of citizenship. Good luck. Their frivolous lawsuits are coming to an end. All right. What else do we have? Supreme Court Marshal calls on officials to enforce laws banning protests outside of justice's home. What a concept. The marshal for the Supreme Court is urging Maryland officials to act immediately in directing law enforcement to enforce the state laws prohibiting picketing outside of Supreme Court justices' homes. Smoking Patriot, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Thanks for the can. I appreciate you. In separate letters to Governor Larry Hogan and Democrat uh, Mark Elrich, Supreme Court Marshal Gail Curley called for authorities to step in and put an end to picketing threatening activity including the use of chanting slogans, using bullhorns and banging drums outside the homes of Supreme Court justices. <laughs> I would respectfully request that you direct the Maryland State Police to enforce Maryland and Montgomery County laws that squarely prohibit picketing at homes of Supreme Court justices who reside in Maryland. Yeah. We'll see. <clears throat> The fact that the Supreme Court Marshal had to had to write to the governor to request it tells you everything you need to know, I think. In this fucked up world we live in. <laughs> in a new poll, 71% of Americans don't want Biden to run in 2024. <laughs> well, I'll use that poll because I like it. The other polls out there I don't like, so I don't use those. But I like that poll. Federal judge upholds Georgia's voter integrity law coming out to us uh, today. A federal judge uh, has upheld several parts of voter integrity law that was passed in Georgia. Judge J.P. Bowley of the United States District Court of Northern District of, of Georgia held the parts of Georgia's election integrity law challenged by an organization that sends prospective voters pre-filled absentee ballot applications. Vote America sued uh, Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffenberger to strike down portions of the bill that added requirements for organizations or individuals that mail pre-filled absentee ballot applications to potential voters. The bill, Georgia SB 202, was signed into law in May 2021 by Brian Kemp. It includes three provisions that apply additional restrictions to such ballot applications. Under the law, <clears throat> third-party organizations are prohibited from sending absentee ballot applications pre-filled with the prospective voters required information. They are also prohibited from sending applications to prospective voters who already requested an absentee ballot. Oh, what a concept. 
Furthermore, an absentee ballot applications must include the following disclaimer printed on the front of the form. This is not an official government publication and was not provided to you by governmental entity. This is not a ballot. <laughs> what a concept. You mean you actually have uh, informed voters? No, you can't do that. No loss by Democrats. <clears throat> Lawsuits similar to this one are popping up all over the country just months before the November's crucial midterm elections. Last week, the U.S. Supreme Court sided with Republican lawmakers in North Carolina as they were ruled to intervene to defend the the state's voter ID law, as we talked about last week. In uh, an 8-1 ruling, the Supreme Court made it easier for legislators to step in. So, uh, some good news uh, that we talked about last week, but uh, a summary of that good news today by Martin Walsh. In the conservative brief, <laughs> only 71%, right? Uh, worship leader Sean Foyt attends Lauren Boebert's victory party, turns it into a worship gathering. That is awesome news. I'm glad to hear that. The curse is reversed. <laughs> Roll overturned. Foyt announced that it would be an event on Twitter saying, leading the worship at a bar tonight in Grand Junction, Colorado, before we celebrate Lauren Boebert's primary win. Congratulations to Lauren. I'm a great patriot out there um, and her win. And it must have been a great, uh, a great time having Sean Foyt there to celebrate with her. Uh, so that's really cool, man. That's really cool to hear. So, God bless uh, Sean Foyt for all the work, the work that he's been doing out there. Also, God, God bless Lauren Bobert for all the work that she does out there. Keep fighting. Family of an American hostage held in Venezuela slams the Biden administration as the delegation returns empty-handed. A U.S. delegation returned Thursday having failed to secure the release of five American Venezuelan socialist regime is holding hostage. Special Presidential Envoy for Hostage Affairs Roger Carstens and Ambassador James Story traveled to Caracas to discuss the status of the of um, the at least eight Americans that are held captive in inhumane uh, conditions. The hostages include five or six former executives who worked for the U.S. branch of Venezuela's state oil company PDVSA who were arrested four years ago on corruption charges. The trip focused on discussions about the welfare and safety of wrongfully detained U.S. nationals in Venezuela and to press for their release, the Daily Caller reported. Special Envoy for Hostage Affairs Roger Carstens was able to visit with the wrongfully detained Americans in Venezuela and assess their well-being, a critical step. He was also able to discuss with senior Maduro regime officials the importance of ensuring that they receive appropriate care where needed. Uh, Former Marine Matthew Heath detained on allegations of terrorism and espionage in 2020, reportedly attempted to commit suicide earlier in June and remains in critical condition. His family told Reuters the family claims Heath was held for ransom in Colombia and transferred to Venezuela. Wow. So there you go. And once again, um, you know, our government just doesn't give a shit about Americans abroad. So, what else is new? Keep an eye on that one to see what's going on with that as well. That would not happen under Trump. No doubt about it. Good to see you, cat girl. And I am like at my last couple articles here that I have, so I'm just going to hang out with you guys for a half hour. International manhunt for, for suspect in a love triangle cyclist murders. You guys see this? Um, we t- I talked about this kind of a couple weeks ago or a month, a couple months ago maybe. Suspected murderer Caitlin Armstrong was captured Wednesday after a manhunt that lasted well over a month. 
Armstrong was found in Costa Rica 43 days after authorities began their search. United States Marshals announced the news on Thursday morning. With the help of local authorities in Costa Rica, U.S. Marshals located Armstrong in a hotel in Punta Reina's province of Costa Rica. Law enforcement officials said she took a flight from Newark, New Jersey to Costa Rica using a fraudulent passport. How's that work? Armstrong is suspected of killing the 25-year-old professional cyclist Anna Mariah Moe Wilson. Police believe the murder may have been a crime of passion as part of a love triangle. On May 11th, Wilson allegedly went out with Colin Strickland, another pro cyclist who uh, police said was dating Armstrong. Fox News reported Wilson lived in California, but she was in Texas preparing for an upcoming competition. Shortly after Strickland dropped Wilson off in the house in which she was staying, surveillance video caught Armstrong's SUV driving up. Investigators said, at which point, yeah. Austin police eventually found Wilson with multiple gunshot wounds inside the friend's home about 10 p.m. that night. Police questioned Armstrong the next day, but they subsequently released her. Five days after initial questioning, police named Armstrong as a, uh, in a murder warrant. However, she had already fled the state by this time. Marshall's elevated uh, to a major case and, and um, so forth and so on. This is an example of combining resources, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, so now she's going to be extradited back. But um, I don't know. I just thought that it was an interesting kind of, um, you know, weird twist to a story, so to speak, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so there's that. And that's pretty much all I had prepared for today, except for FCCED and DOJ stuff. So, yeah. Uh, we'll check in with um, different news out here and see what's going on. How's that sound? Um, there's a lot of stuff about COVID still out there by Chief Nerd and stuff. Um, I don't know, man. There's just, you know what I mean? It's like it constantly, constantly talking about the same shit. Over and over and over. COVID, 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 COVID. It just gets so fucking old. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the best lawyers in, in America take legal action against the FDA. Really? Naomi, get us up to speed. You guys are now going to get real serious about what's going on, correct? Yeah, I have great news to announce. And um, I just want to thank everyone first, because we just had the 4th of July. And for the first time since this pandemic began, I feel like the people are on the offensive peacefully. We now have a thorough analysis of who the evildoers are. And um, a lot of teams are mobilized uh, with your audience's support and other people to, uh, to, to, to do the right things with the law. So I have uh, two actions around the world to announce and two actions on the home front of us. Um, so one of them is huge and you've waited for a long time Daily Cloud and Health Freedom Defense Fund filed a citizen's petition with FDA to halt COVID injections for young children. And as I've explained um, in other appearances, citizen's petition is the first step toward uh, additional legal action against FDA if they don't stop. And I'll just read the first three short graphs. Daily Cloud and HFDF. Now, to remind you, these are the people who successfully sued the Biden administration to take the masks 
off of passengers, including little children, on uh, aviation and federal transportation. So they're the best lawyers in America for this. Uh, Scott Street and John Howard, overseen by Leslie Mnookin. Um, so we together filed a citizen's petition with USFDA requesting that FDA revoke emergency use authorization of COVID-19 vaccines for young children subsequent to FDA's authorization of the COVID-19 injections for that age group on June 17, 2022. Um, it's a quote from me pointing out that children have uh, negligible uh, risk from COVID and that neither the safety nor efficacy of the injections has been proven. And it goes on to say, in fact, data show that healthy children are more at risk from the seasonal flu than they are from COVID and that therefore there is no justification for exposing children to the known and unknown risks of the experimental and uh, and risky COVID shots. Um, so it ends by saying FDA is charged with protecting public health, not marketing the products of what is arguably the most powerful industry in the world. Um, I love our lawyers. I think that's well put. Daily Cloud and HFDF request that FDA reverse or pause its decision in order to further study the research available and reverse or pause it to consider the 130,000 comments submitted to it regarding authorization of the shots for young children. So this is a sh peaceful shot across the bow of the FDA. We're letting them know that um, this is the first step in legal action if they don't stop it right now. Excellent news. It's, and it is good to see uh, people fighting. You know what I mean? It's... um. What kind of, how stupid do you have to be to take your kid to get a vaccine? Literally, how stupid do you have to be? <sighs> hey, Texas Bear, I, literally nobody believes Trump tried to grab the wheel. So I don't know. I don't know if you, if you think that that movie, that, that, uh, those lies got believed by people, bro, but literally nobody believes <laughs> That Trump tried to grab the steering wheel, bro. Oh, man. Johnny B. Desert Beauty in the house. Away for a little bit. Gotcha, gotcha. OG Mary's out there cooking dinner, trying not to burn it and stuff. I get it. <laughs> All right, so there's that. Um, let's see what else is breaking here on Telegram. Um, I... <sighs> Nobody really cares what the press secretary has to say. I mean, honestly, I could care less. Um, what the fuck is this? Fire erupting from a manhole in Fulton Street, Brooklyn. Oops, wrong one. Huh. Holy shit. Huh. <laughs> grab the guy to grab the camera and take take pictures. <laughs> anybody you know anybody wanna call a fire department maybe? All lives matter, girl. All right. Um, Biden's liberal 
world disorder. <laughs> new article from the American Spectator. Nice. Cat's got a new one out there from Truth Hammer. The greatest threat facing America, according to Mittens, Pierre Delecto. Romney, the greatest threat facing America is the return of Trump. <laughs> uh, actually, no. Trump is even has more power at not being well, not really. Oh, you can't see that? Shit. You want do you want to see that? <laughs> That's crazy, right? Oh man, Warrior Mima dropping another ship on me. The Trump rally in, in uh, Alaska this weekend ought to be fun. He's going to tear into the, into the steering wheel story. Yeah, indeed, no doubt about it. So there you go. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Oh, let's see here. Sorry, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, that was crazy, right? <laughs> I mean, if it's me, I call the fire department, right? That no, sit there and watch it. Uh, let's see here. The Ruben report. He got kicked off of Twitter, I think, didn't he? Uh, let's see here. Brilliantly done. Okay. What's this? Some pretty bold predictions. About Holy shit. That's loud. Before I took office, there was a lot of folks out there, a lot of folks out there making some pretty bold predictions about how things would turn out. You might remember some of the predictions. They're coming for your guns. They're coming for your jobs. And they're coming for your freedom. They hate American energy, and Joe Biden will shut it all down. He's going to. Uh, that if, if I became president. If Biden's elected, he will wipe out your energy industry. Another prediction that is my favorite one, I must add, is that if I got elected. Gas prices going five, six, seven dollars for a gallon. <laughs> they flood your communities with criminal aliens, drugs and crime while they live behind beautiful gated compounds. They try to take away your gun, Second Amendment, they want to take it away, while they enjoy private security that's fully armed. I never understood that one. They spent trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars, and defending foreign borders. So for all those predictions of doom and gloom six months in, here's where we stand. You want to use the word recession or depression? Think of the single mom struggling to put food on the table each month. You know, it's, uh, it's sad. So if your primary concern right now is inflation. We could stop it in 30 minutes. When I took office. He finally went outside. He went to get an ice cream. <laughs> Look, the bottom line is this. I say you're not doing a very good job. Because he can't take any questions now from the press. That is well done. <laughs> uh, Dave Rubin, um, 
Mazemar throwing that together. Good stuff, Maze. <laughs> oh, that's solid stuff right there. You know how long it takes somebody to put that shit together? Disarm the IRS Act. House lawmaker introduces a bill to ban IRS from buying ammunition. Seems like that makes sense. Uh, you want that link? Yeah, hold on a sec. Um, there you go. From uh, Ruben Report's uh, Twitter feed. <laughs> oh, the good old days of Trump just trolling the hell out of him. <laughs> I miss him too. Well, oh well. All right, what else do we have? Um, let's see here. Julie Kelly, new status. On the eve of the 18th month anniversary of the so called insurrection, let's review what we still do not know the identity of the pipe bomber or any related investigation. The role of the FBI, including informants and undercover agents embedded in the crowd and in militia groups. Who ordered Capitol and D.C. Metro Police to attack the crowd outside with explosives, including flashbangs and other weapons, such as rubber bullets, chemical spray, and pepper balls? Who gave the order to allow protesters into the building? Where's the 14,000 hours of surveillance video? Why did the sergeant at arms for Pelosi and McConnell refuse pleas for extra help on January 6th, delaying deployment of guardsmen until after 5 p.m.? Why did D.C. Mayor Bowser refuse to refuse offer for thousands of guardsmen? Where is public testimony of cops involved in lethal and excessive force? Where are Pelosi's records, are you, January 6th, and Mario Bowser's and the Capitol Police's and the FBI's? Just like Russiagate and, qu and quid pro quo impeachment, January 6th smoke is a cover-up for the regime's underlying fire. Release the tapes. Julie Kelly with some fire, as always. She's been all over it. She's been all over it. I'd be happy when I'm not mayor, Philadelphia's Jim Kenney tells reporters after July 4th shooting. Go ahead and take a hike then, buddy. Uh, let's see here. Sensing for Arizona ballot trafficker pushed forward after new footage. Huh. Halls of Justice always got some good stuff out there. Sensing for Arizona ballot trafficker pushed forward after new footage released. New hearing set for July 7th. Huh. Yuma County Superior Court judge recently sent a new sentencing hearing for San Luis ballot mule, Gadsden Elementary School District board member, and ex-mayor of San Luis, Guillermo Fuentes. Fuentes pleaded guilty last month in her role in sophisticated ballot trafficking ring during the 2020 primary election in Arizona. She was caught forging signatures and trafficking ballots in August of 2020 by San Luis residents who filmed using her undercover cameras. So May 7th, interesting, excuse me, July 7th. So a couple days, we'll have some news on that front. Del Rio sector weekend wrap up. What do we have here? 
Hello again, everybody from the Del Rio sector, and this is your weekend recap for the holiday weekend over 4th of July. I'm coming to you today from inside our new soft side facility that's set to come online later this week. Now, unique about this facility is that it has the capacity to hold a thousand people, which is good because over the past three days, we apprehended nearly 5,000 people in the Del Rio sector alone. On the 4th of July alone, we apprehended nearly 1,850 individuals. And during that same time frame, we had about 1,000 confirmed gotaways. Now of note, during that same time period, we had 26 smuggling cases with over 125 people taken into custody as a result. We had 38 rescues, and unfortunately, we had two deaths. Two significant criminals were also arrested, one of which had a previous conviction for rape. Large groups continue to be a problem for us. This past holiday weekend, we had seven large groups of 100 people or more, to the tune of about 1,400 apprehensions. Just another busy weekend here in the Del Rio sector. We'll keep you posted. Until then, honor first. Yeah, so the invasion is, uh, is legit, man. No doubt about it. The invasion is real for sure. Former USC soccer coach Laura Jenke sentenced in college bribery scandal. Put him on a bus and send him back. Hey, the plural Laura. Thank you. Thank you for the shades. God bless you. Thanks for hopping in there. Those guys are heroes. I'm with you. Former USC soccer coach Laura Jenke sentenced in college bribery scandal. What do we have here? former assistant soccer coach of the University of South Carolina who created fake athletic profiles for the children of wealthy parents in a sprawling college admissions bribery scheme, avoided prison time Tuesday after helping convict others in the case. Laura Jenke, who helped uh, mastermind, helped the mastermind of the scheme to get students into elite schools as bogus athletics recruits, was sentenced to time served and 50 hours of community service Prosecutors credit her with the extensive and valuable cooperation in the government's investigation and prosecution in not seeking time behind bars despite her egregious conduct. She's a good person. Oh, man. A California couple who admitted to paying $600,000 to get their daughters into USC and the University of California were sentenced to one year of probation and ordered to complete 250 service hours. Bruce Isaacson must pay a $7,500 fine and Davina Isaacson must pay a $1,000 fine. <laughs> um, Operation Varsity Blues case. Prosecutors didn't ask for prison time for them either because of their acceptance of responsibility for their conduct was unstinting and the remorse is sincere. Of the 57 people charged in connection with Operation Varsity Blues investigation, more than 50 defendants pleaded guilty, including Full House actor Lori Laughlin, her fashion designer husband, Massimo Giuliani, and Desperate Housewives star Felicity Huffman. Three people, two parents and a former University of South Carolina water polo coach, were convicted at trial. Another parent was pardoned by former President Donald Trump, and one coach got a deal under which prosecutors agreed to move to dismiss his case if he pays a fine and abides by the agreement's terms. Uh, one other parent was acquitted earlier this month uh, by jurors on all counts stemming from the accusation that he bribed then-Georgetown tennis coach Gordon Ernst to get his daughter into the school. <laughs> Ernst is scheduled to be sentenced on Friday. So there you go. Um, that's out there. 
I'm going to have to go check in with Truth Social and see what's going on out there. There's nothing going on. It's like crazily quiet out there today. Trump's legal team subpoenaed over alleged criminal interference in the 2020 election. Blah, blah, fucking blah. Fulton County, Georgia can go fucking fly a kite. (laughs) Why does that happen sometimes? That's weird, man. I get nothing that shows up. I've been going through unfollowing so many fucking people. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that was a bad idea. I think I want, what I was trying to do was to expand the audience, right? That seems to be the smart thing to do. I've always been put in a little corner of a box of social media. So to me, it seemed like the smart thing to do was to follow as many people as possible. And now I am severely regretting it. I don't know why this, for some reason, it doesn't work too good unless I use the app. Then it seems to work better. There we go. Several members of the U.S. Marine Corps filed an amendment complaint seeking relief from the Department of Justice COVID-19 vaccine mandate for service members, claiming they were denied religious exemptions. Hmm. There's the Dutch farmer story. Elon Musk. Man, there are a lot of people who are just in love with Elon Musk, man. The praise Putin crowd went to the praise Elon Musk crowd. Shiny objects fucking everywhere. Jay Johnson concerned January 6th committee overreached on Trump lunge story. Wouldn't be admissible in a courtroom, (laughs) you think? Stop raising idiots then they can get their kids into college on their own merits. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) hey america first nikki yeah i hear you it's yikes republican primary august 2nd in arizona a particle physicist announced the discovery of three new subatomic particles Hmm. i saw the halon collider got spun back up Maybe they'll send us into a black hole of oblivion and we can get the fuck off this planet. <laughs> get me off this freaking planet already. Can we fire up the Halon Collider? We need to get the... Have we figured out yet how to time travel? Send, can you send, Can we? Better yet, can you just send like the globalist elites to Mars? That'd be great. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, <laughs> there are some serious... Dumb people out there, man. Particle physicists announced discovery of three new subatomic particles. Advances in the Hadron Collider. The European Organization for Nuclear Research today announced the discovery of three previously unknown subatomic particles, a detection a detection that came from within one of the most advanced physicist laboratories in the world. Physicists working at the Large Halon Collider said in a press release that uh, observed three never-before-seen particles, a new kind of pentaquark and the first-ever pair of tetraquarks, which includes a new type of tetraquark. The Large Halon Collider is a 17-mile-long tunnel. 17, re. Uh, so apparently the new um, the new upgrade has been completed and they got that fucker fired back up again. So 
Now we have them uh, testing the limits of the universe and seeing if they can spin off America and then <laughs> into oblivion. Who knows what they'll find. CERN is now white hat control. They're exploring some foreign material for good purposes. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's no way for any of us to know that for sure. I, there's no way of knowing CERN's in white hat control. I don't I don't know how you can make that declaration. No offense, but I just I'm not sure how you can say that with certainty. Kind of seems like Devin has been uh a point limiting, plus truth is gonna get attacked by the bots. Yeah. Uh let's see what else is going on out there. Some of us woo folk just know. Brea Birth praises BC for renaming mountain and glacier, honoring a Nazi leader. <laughs> huh. Oil from U.S. reserves heads overseas. That's nice. <laughs> Geniuses of our government. Take money from the oil reserves and send it overseas. Do, do people know that that Edward Snowden um, telegram page is not Edward Snowden? <laughs> I'm apparently not. Uh, what else? CNN weekends dip to a new low. <laughs> President Trump just put this out there like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Trump trolling the media. CNN and MSNBC's weekend struggles continue throughout June as both networks lagged far behind Fox News. MSNBC landed in third place among the networks in June with an average of 367,000 total viewers for the weekend. <laughs> Only 42,000 demo viewers. Wow. Literally, nobody is watching those networks anymore. That's crazy, man. What else President Trump have out there in truth? Yeah, uh, Snazworthy. The, all the research I've done in discern to, to, to blatantly say it's a white hat, that's quite the statement. I'll just put it that way. President Trump on a statement, believe it or not, he just dropped this three minutes ago. He says this, it's looking more and more like the United States is getting ready to remove the tariffs on China. That's great. That'd be a terrible mistake. Yes, it would. These tariffs have brought many billions of dollars to our country and affected businesses such as steel viable again in the United States. Doing this would be the greatest gift that China could, could ever receive. Our farmers alone got $28 billion as a gift from me. That came directly out of the tariffs because of the way they, they were abused by China. Taking these tariffs off will be a clear signal to the United States is weak and effective and doing business as usual. Certain senators are fighting hard to get this done, even saying such ridiculous things as it causes inflation. Those senators should be questioned as to their real motives. Indeed, Mr. President, taking those tariffs down would be a terrible thing, no doubt about it. Uh, about a half hour ago, President Trump says UN says Joe Biden's border is the deadliest land crossing in the world. That's great. That's just great. Uh, half hour ago, President Trump also uh, tweet uh, sending out that U.S. reserves being um, heading overseas. Uh, 
20 states are using legislation to ban Zuckerberg from elections. President Trump has um, all kinds of truths out there today. President Trump has become more popular since the January 6th Capitol attack, says CNN. <laughs> I appreciate the, the president uh, helping to finish off the show here today with a series of important articles. <laughs> yes, Biden is hiding his plan to rig the 2022 mid- midterms. Hmm. Is this the one from Margo? Molly, I mean, yeah, we read this one. That's a really good article by Molly. Jay Johnson concerned January 6th committee overreached on the lunch story. Yeah, you think? <laughs> what is, what's, why is Jay Johnson even in the news? Oh, he's on the Meet the Press. Okay, yeah. Got to have your, uh, your little cronies over there on Meet the Press. Uh, interactive polls. I'm honored to have Donald Trump's complete and total endorsement, says Blake Masters. About an hour ago, God bless the Supreme Court and Donald Trump from the Truth Gazette. Uh, Breitbart article, Trump vindicated Germany prepares for chaos if Russian gas gets lost. Yeah. Uh, Trump tried to warn them. Kind of stupid people um, put all their eggs in one basket as far as energy. After battling bureaucrats throughout the presidency, Trump gets the last laugh against the deep state. Pretty good article. I read that article earlier. It's... um. You know, a summary of the EPA uh, presidential ruling, or the EPA SCOTUS ruling, I should say. So that's an update from President Trump's uh, true social feed there. Checking in Telegram, anything new? No. (laughs) Irreversible decision. Once you become vaccinated, you cannot become unvaccinated. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny has been doing great work, and the Vigilant Fox has been keeping uh, that out there. Let's see what Dr. Tenpenny has to say she has been doing great work and been very outspoken and trying to raise awareness, but I'm just a meathead jarhead doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Conspiracy theorist that just spreads misinformation. We only have a few minutes left. Susie, quickly, your question. My question was, I know several people in my neighborhood and stuff who've, who've got the vaccine. I've talked about those same side effects that you mentioned. Uh, and so, you know, it's natural to just worry about them. What advice would you give to people who've got these vaccines and are now getting this information and they're scared? What would you say to them? Well, it's a disturbing answer that you don't want to hear. With the, t- with the types of things that this injection does, binding the spike protein to the surface of your cells, making an antibody, which means you're sensitized to that forever, um, <clears throat> Genet- chain, by, through a process called transfection, binding spike protein to your cells. Once you've been vaccinated, it is the mark. You cannot become unvaccinated. A lot of the other vaccines, people want to know what they can do to detox from the mercury or the aluminum or the viruses. This is an irreversible thing. Once you have decided and made it an undefo- uninformed decision, I can't tell you how many people say, I don't even want to hear about it. Just give me the shot. I want to be back convenienced. I want to be convenienced in my life. So you're changing, exchanging a lifetime of probable illness, possibly even death, so you can be convenienced and get on an airplane and go to the store. People really need to know about this. I've been talking. I've done over 400 interviews in the last year about this. Um, it's not. I haven't been quiet about it, and neither have a lot of other people. People really need to put their hand, their lives in God's hands and not in the hands of a pharmaceutical. Well, 
Amen to that. Dr. Tenpenny has been doing great work trying to raise awareness out there, but you can only talk to people who want to listen. The lone raccoon. How can I be guilty of a crime, says President Trump? Yes, indeed. From police frequency, missing person. LASD is asking for the public's help locating missing person Matthew DeGard, West Hollywood. Suffers from bipolar disorder. Uh, yeah. I would say that he definitely suffers from bipolar disorder. That's what most cross-dressers uh, have. Traffic alert. Big rig crash shutting down westbound 210 freeway. We have some breaking news out of Shadow Hills. A semi-truck has been involved in a crash, and now all lanes of the westbound 210 freeway as you can see, you're shut down. KTLA 5's Gil Leva overhead in Sky 5 with some details. for. There's your breaking in traffic. I mean, you get weather here. You get traffic. You get what else you need? You know, fire updates. Lake County State's Attorney's Office uh, charged the Highland Park gunman with seven counts of first-degree murder. Reinhardt said these are the first of many charges. Um, I saw somebody asking if they shot him or if they... Uh, arrested him. He that kid was arrested. He'll spend the rest of his life, or actually, he'll probably be. Let's see. Illinois does not have the death penalty. I don't think so. All right, there you go. Thanks for hanging out today, guys. Appreciate you guys very much. Much love. Let's finish off today as we do every day with the Department of Justice to see if they figure out how to do justice. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show today. It's just kind of a hangout session. It's kind of a quiet day, some interesting articles, and just kind of a hanging out with you guys. Thank you guys all for being here today. 6446 Gold Pills. You guys are freaking amazing. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for all the love, support, and prayers. Uh, stay positive. Stay in the light. Justice Department files a lawsuit against the state of Arizona over restrictive voter registration requirements. There's our Justice Department for you. Guatemalan national convicted of smuggling unaccompanied child in the United States. Former Monroe, Louisiana Police Department officer pleads guilty to civil rights charge for using excessive force. Federal correction officer indicted on arrest and use of excessive force of an inmate. And that kickback scheme with regards to spine device or some shit. Anyways, there you go. All right, guys. There's your two hours. Thanks for hanging out. Much love. I appreciate you guys very much. All you guys out there today, it has been a uh, it's been a day. <laughs> CDU uh, Calamaro, much love. Willie fix it. Who cares? Phantom F four. Um, Willie fix it. Pelidius, knock my socks off. All you guys over there on the foxhole, much love, guys. Thank you for the support. I appreciate you guys very much. You guys can go ahead and get that scratch off rolling. Appreciate you guys. Everyone over there on Rumble, much love, Rumble Club. I appreciate you guys, as always. We'll be back into the grind, back here tomorrow for another edition of Uncensored Abe, 5 Eastern, 4 Central. I appreciate you guys very much. Denise, Pterodactyl, uh, Chris, thank you for everything you do. Ilda the Hun, Just Mojo, and um, Helios, Helios, and Sillybor. All the rest of you over there on, on Rumble, much love. God bless you guys. All the new followers over there on Twitch, much love. Thanks for the new followers, guys. Appreciate you guys being here. America First, Nikki, uh, Pistol, Crystal, Miss MK, Lady Cat, uh, OG Mary, Johnny B, all you guys over there, much love. JP Punello, 
Special Ops, good to see you out there, brother. Hope all is well. Snazworthy, Deplora Laura, Ellie, Boulder Q, and uh, Cat Girl, much love. All you guys out there, I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Be back here tomorrow for another edition. See you guys then. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. See you guys back here tomorrow for another edition of Uncensored Day. God bless you all. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.